Looking for the latest on the A's minor leagues? One of the latest additions to A's cast is The Farm. A look around the minor leagues with interviews, updates, and profiles on the future A's tearing up the minors. To our A's Farm podcast. I'm your host, AthleticsFarm.com editor in chief, Bill Moriarty. And today, we're going to be talking with the A's director of player development, Ed Sprague. Now, in his third season as the A's Farm director, we wanted to get his insights on some of the A's top prospects and some of last year's top draft picks, as well as some of the team's most recently acquired prospects. Hey, thanks for joining me today, Ed. Oh, my pleasure, Bill. So I really wanted to talk to you a little bit today about some of the new prospects that were acquired in the offseason and in some of the offseason deals. And I also wanted to talk to you about some of last year's top draft picks. But I did want to ask you about a couple of guys, a couple of prospects that got off to really promising starts, both shortstops. Uh, I'm talking about Nick Allen and Logan Davidson. So can you talk to me a little bit about the offensive progress that you've seen out of both Nick Allen and Logan Davidson in the early going this season? Yeah, I think Nick is, you know, kind of picked up from where he left off last year. He's kind of really understanding who he is as a hitter, um, really kind of lowering his flight and using the whole field, uh, not trying to hit too many balls in the air, um, you know, just kind of scrappy guy who, you know, doesn't have to rely on the long ball. You know, it's get on base, move runners, um, like I said, use the whole field. So I think, you know, he kind of started doing – he did a lot last year. I think he understands that. He had a pretty good big league camp and doing that, even though he had, you know, not a ton of at-bats. And then he's brought that into uh, the early going in Vegas. And what about Logan Davidson, who's repeating at the double-A level this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to use the word repeating for him, really, because, you know, I mean, because of the pandemic, we, you know, we forced a lot of guys up a level – for it. So his first full year was in, you know, in double A, which was, was hard for a lot of the guys that, that we had. And, and he, he had his struggles, but he got to go to the fall league. And I really felt like kind of towards the end of the fall league, he kind of started to, to know who he was. He started to maintain his posture throughout his swing and uh, gain some confidence there and then brought that into spring training and his understanding. And, uh, you know, it's a good group. These guys are, they are repeating that level, but uh, they're all pushing each other, and, and he's off to a good start, and I really like what he's doing at the plate right now. Um, going back to Nick Allen for a minute, do, do you feel there's a much left for him to have to figure out at the AAA level in terms of his approach at the plate? Well, I think it'll be the adjustments when, when he starts to see teams, um, you know, in multiple looks, and they start to adapt to him um, and try to, you know, challenge some of his weaknesses and, and how he adjusts to that. I mean, you know, you could never, every bat you get is, is, is you're gaining a new experience uh, and you're putting that in your memory bank. And so it's, it's a give and take, you know, the pitchers are trying to make adjustments to you. You're trying to make adjustments to pitchers. And so I think that'll be the challenge for Nick uh, as he moves forward, just like it is for anybody who's trying to break into the big leagues for the first time, you know, and you see a lot of guys do well, their first go around the league and then, you know, teams adapt and scouting reports get out there quick and, and it's how you can overcome some of those things when they try to attack you to different ways. What about last year's top draft pick, shortstop Max Muncy, who's gotten off to a great start at Stockton? You know, you know Max is a great personality. He's a, he's a true baseball rat. He loves it. He loves to play. Uh, he's got great confidence in himself. 
um, which is, which is really good. And, and yeah, he's, uh, he, he makes adjustments quickly. He understands who he is and, uh, he makes a lot of adjustments internally in terms of his stance and things he wants to do. And so, yeah, he's had some good success early. Uh, he's played, you know, some short, he's played some second, uh, he's played good defense all around, but he, he's a, he's a, just a fun kid to watch play. He's a fun personality. Uh, and he just really, really loves to play baseball. And, and you can see that when he, when he, when he takes the field. In your second round draft pick last year, Zach Geloff has really gotten off to a great start at Midland so far this year. Yeah, I mean Zach impressed us from from you know the get go last year when we got him. Uh, you know he he uses the whole field. He, you know he understands. He's just got good presence at the plate. He just he looks very hitterish. I think there's some power in there that's going to come just with a natural progression of getting at bats. But he doesn't force the power. Where like a lot of some kids, they you know they feel like they got to force the power. He doesn't do that. Uh, he sees the ball really well. He checks off a lot of pitches. So, yeah, there was, I think, you know, it was a small sample last year when he went to Vegas, but he, he played well in, in his time in Stockton and in Vegas and instructional league. And we felt like, you know, he was ready to, to challenge him at the double-A level. Um, and, he, and he's responded so far. So that, that's exciting. And, yeah, we certainly expect at some point during the season he'll, he will go through a little bit of a lull. And, but, you know, that's – yeah, we don't want that, but obviously that's part of the process. And so uh, I think that um, he'll go through it. But, you know, he's mentally tough and strong and, and can make adjustments, has good body awareness. So we think he'll be, he'll be fine. And last year's fourth-round draft pick, outfielder Denzel Clark, he's really gotten off to a good start at Stockton this year. Yeah, well, he's, he's a superb athlete. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, and – uh, you know, he doesn't, if you look at his, his background, he doesn't have a, a, a ton of depth of playing, you know, coming out of Canada. I mean, he has played at some higher levels, but just not, you know, not a, a ton of reps. So uh, he struggled a little bit early. I mean, he's, he's, the last few games he's really took taken off for sure. Uh, but there's, there's, you know, there's some swing and miss. He's a big, tall guy, got long arms, and, uh, but he can run. So when he puts it in play, you know, he can hit some balls on the ground, keep him going, beat out some infield hits and, and when he runs into one, like he has, you know, he's got three homers in the last two days, um, you know, the ball goes because he's, he's really strong. But it's, uh, you know, when you get those big, tall guys with long arms, you know, getting the, the parts synced up sometimes takes a little while. And those guys have a tendency to, to be a little bit more streaky than other players. And right now, um, you know, he's on, he's on a little bit of a hot streak. Now, I wanted to ask you about uh, your top draft pick a couple of years ago, catcher Tyler Soderstrom, who's starting this year at Lansing. Can you talk a little bit about where he's at as a hitter and uh, also where you feel his catching abilities are at at this point? Yeah, well, I'll talk about the catching first. I mean, he's come a long way uh, as far as the catching goes. And Gabe Ortiz, our catching coordinator, has done a great job with him. And uh, Marcus Jensen at the big league level when he was in big league camp. So he, he's... He's done, you know, he's increased his ability to block and throw and receive. He's understanding game calling and sequencing with the pitchers at this point and learning scouting reports. And that's a, that's a lot to take in. There's a lot of responsibility in today's game being a catcher uh, with all the information that's given. Uh, and Tyler's, you know, he's, he's learning it. It's, you know, it's come along slow, but he's, he's still learning that stuff. As far as the hitting goes, I mean, Tyler can hit. I mean, he's going to have, he's not off to the greatest of starts right now, but we're not worried about him with the bat. This kid can really hit. He uses the whole field. He knows, uh, he knows how to kind of get a hit when he needs to get a hit. You know, he's going to, 
he's going to take his wax and try to hit the ball in the ballpark early in the count. Um, but you know, then he can, you know, he can, you know, shorten up and go the other way and get his knock. So uh, right now it's, you know, it's not ideal hitting environment up in Lansing. It's, it's been pretty cold and rainy and they've had some, some days they've missed and some double headers. So, um, but we expect, you know, once the weather warms up a little bit, he gets some at bats under his belt, he's going to be just fine. I wanted to ask you about catcher Shea Langoliers, who came over from Atlanta in the Matt Olson deal. Can you talk a little bit about his hitting ability as well as his abilities behind the plate as a catcher? Yeah, I only got to see Shea a little bit, maybe the last few days of spring training and get to know him, you know, a little bit. And, uh, you know, he comes as with a defensive uh, mindset as a catcher, you know, first and then a hit later. And uh, so, you know, but he's he's caught really well. He's got a great attitude. And, you know, he had a great year offensively last year. I think he had 22 homers, um, and he's off to a good start. The reports from, from Fran Reardon, our AAA manager, have been outstanding with him. And, um, his, you know, from what I have saw on video, his catching has been really good. Uh, he's got power, a short, compact swing. You know, so all the reports are good on, on, on Shea so far. Now, right-hander Ryan Cusick, who came over from the Braves, former first-round draft pick of the Braves, Came over in the Matt Olson deal. He's gotten off to a really good start at Midland and has looked uh, looked really sharp. Yeah, you know, big-bodied, electric arm, up to 100. Uh, obviously, had a, his first outing was great. I think he punched out eight in uh, four innings. Um, was was really good. You know, breaking ball is is solid, but his secondary stuff, we're still working on his, his changeup. You know, he, he, I think he threw – one change up all last year. So, you know, we, we need to develop, try to develop that third pitch for him if we want him to be a starter. Uh, but yeah, he's a great kid, pounds his own. Uh, and like I said, you know, from 96 to 100 is always a plus. Now, right-hander Joey Estes is another starting pitcher that you got from the Braves in that deal. He's at Lansing. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what you've seen out of him thus far? Yeah, you know, polished pitcher, three-pitch mix, uh, throws firm. He's in the mid-90s. You know, I was surprised to see he's only 20 years old. You know, I mean, that was probably the shocking thing. Um, you know, we, we probably could have pushed him a little bit uh, and, and started him in Midland. Um, but I think, you know, Lansing's the right start for him right now, just given kind of where our rotations are at each level. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's a competitive kid. Uh, he, he goes after hitters, and, and you know we're excited to see him continue to develop. One of the guys you got from Toronto in the Matt Chapman deal was left-hander Zach Logue, who started out the year at AAA Vegas. Have you had a chance to see uh, much of him thus far? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't seen much other than video. You know, he was in big league camp most of the time, and, and given the timing, uh, you know, with the lockout, and I, I just didn't have get a chance to get over there and, and see him throw much. Um, but, I, you know, I know our guys like him. Uh, you know, he, he goes after guys and he's, you know, got a good starter profile. So I don't have a ton on Zach. I'll see him as the summer goes on. Now, another guy you got from Toronto in the Chapman deal is uh, right-hander Gunnar Hoagland, who had Tommy John surgery. Um, are you expecting to see him back on the mound soon? Or are you hoping to have him uh, back in action maybe by this summer? Yeah, he's, he's been throwing sides. We saw him throw two or three sides in spring training, uh, you know, as long as there's no setbacks, he should he should be ready to to uh, take them out and join an affiliate in uh, in June. I think you know he had the Tommy John in in late May, so uh, he's on track. I, yeah, I don't think he's faced hitters yet, but um, that'll just continue to progress. But right now he's he's on track to 
to uh, start start throwing the hitters in games probably in some around mid June. Now, one of the guys you got from the Mets in the Chris Bassett deal is right-hander uh, J.T. Ginn. He was uh, a second-round draft pick of the Mets, and he's been a pretty high-profile prospect. Uh, what have you seen out of him thus far? I'm I'm sure he's looked pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm very impressed. You know, old-school power power sinker. I mean, really, probably one of the best sinkers I've seen uh, in a long time. And uh, it's it's 94-95, goes after guys. Uh, you know, sliders, a little kind of short cutterish slider, uh, you know, except he has any pretty good change up to match that sinker, which looks very similar coming out of the same slot. Um, but yeah, he, he had a good outing, his, uh, his, his first outing in, in Midland and he's still progressing up. He had a little bit of a, a lat strain when he was still before, before the trade. So we had to build him up a little bit. So he'll just continue to build up. I think he was uh, four innings, his last outing and he'll continue to go up from there. Um, but yeah, I expect really good things out of him. Now, how great has it been for you as a farm director to, to have this fresh infusion of, of young arms, young, talented pitchers into the, into the A's farm system at this point? Yeah, it's been fantastic. You know, I mean, that's the one thing we've kind of been in a lull a little bit from some of the guys who have graduated, you know, with, the the pucks and Jeffries, um, of the world that have kind of gone up. And then we have, you know, Dunchy and Howard at the triple A level and, and now you got, you know, these younger guys coming in, Kusa again, Estes, you know, Hoagland. Uh, so it's exciting. And then Criswell is obviously, you know, still uh, he's back now throwing after missing most of the year last year. And uh, so, yeah, we have we have some good good arms at the, at the lower levels that we're excited about. Now, I wanted to go back to last year's draft for a minute. Your third round pick was right-hander Mason Miller, talented young pitcher, but uh, he hasn't been in action yet this year. So can you tell me a little bit about where he's at at this point? Yeah, Mason came in, was excellent, you know, throwing 100 um, on track. He, he essentially had a sub-scap strain, which was kind of described as like a, a you know, kind of like a pulled hamstring in the, in the, in the shoulder area. Um, and so he's going to be out for a little while, uh, but he's got great upside and he's a big, tall kid and, and can really, can really get, it up, get up there, um, and, you know, it's like upper 90s, so 100. And we're expecting great things with him, but he's just going to be shut down for a little while and, and we'll take our time with him and, and make sure he's fully healthy before he gets back out throwing. And then your sixth round pick last year was right-hander Grant Holman. Uh, he's starting out at Lansing. Can you tell me what you've seen out of him thus far? Yeah, an experienced kid coming out of Cal, you know, starter mix, uh, very competitive. Uh, you know, fastball sits mid-90s, a really good wipeout slider. Um, so he's off to a good start and again, he fits right in with all those other guys with, uh, these power arms that we've, we've gotten, um, you know, over the last few years. Now, finally, I wanted to wrap it up by asking you about a guy that, that intrigues me and that's Jonah Bride. You know, he's done nothing but hit since being in the system and, uh, he played third base to start. Then he played some first, played a little second. Now you've moved him behind the plate and he's uh, serving as a catcher at Midland. Can you tell me a little bit about what, what you think about Jonah Bride? Yeah, I mean, Jonah's come in and like you said, he's did nothing but hit. And he's, he's probably he's the best uh, fastball contact percentage of fastballs in the zone of the whole system, you know, and uh, he just doesn't swing and miss with the heaters uh, in the zone. And, uh, you know, he probably should be in AAA in terms of what he's done with the bat so far, but uh, we wanted to add uh, the catching to his profile. And I think that, you know, Billy Owens kind of mentioned it last summer and it makes sense. And Jonah's got good hands. He's, 
uh, you know, he's a, he's a very good defender at third and second and first, but, you know, he's probably more of the, uh, all of the parts together versus one carrying tool. So having him to be able to get back there and, and, and catch as well and add that to his toolbox, I think he's just going to, you know, play off for him in the long run. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us today, Ed. I know you're a busy man, but it's always good to talk to you, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, Bill. Thank you. And thanks to all of you out there for listening to this edition of our A's Farm podcast. Be sure to check back in for the next episode. And don't forget that you can always find updates on the A's top prospects and all the daily action in the A's minor league system on our A's Farm website at athleticsfarm.com. That's athleticsfarm.com. Thanks again. I'm A's Farm Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty, and we'll see you again down on the farm. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.